Yo, it's Julian on the brown note and why Benjamin Netanyahu, the Israeli Prime Minister, may end up being the Palestinians' best friend. So if you've missed current events, and isn't it funny how we've got hundreds of thousands of people protesting in Israel and France at the moment, and the Western media is barely covering it. Yeah, if we get protests in Iran or China, it's um, the talk is immediately about regime change. Um, I should have done the French one, that was, uh, that's absolutely kicking off but um this is a, a recap on what's happened israel's embattled leader benjamin netanyahu who has survived even more than silvio berlusconi in italy mired in endless corruption scandals and legal woes a proto-trump in some ways a really right-wing leader of the most right-wing government in Israeli's history um, and they're currently really amping up their pariah status uh, due to a huge push even further to the right, re reopening um, settlements in the Palestinian occupied territories that they had sworn off going into, um, allowing villages to be raised to the ground. It's been really nasty stuff, so why would he be the Palestinians' best friend? Well, this is a, a recap. Israel's battled leader, Benjamin Netanyahu, has announced he's pausing a controversial plan to overhaul the judiciary to give time for dialogue following the biggest domestic protest movement in Israeli history. The Prime Minister has been under pressure for weeks from far-right figures in his governing coalition to push ahead with the bill, whilst critics say it will create a system where governments rule unchallenged the decision to delay only postpones the issue for several weeks. It's not clear if the protests will end. This is worrying. In exchange for agreeing the delay, the far-right group Jewish Power said the Prime Minister had offered the formation of a civil national guard, causing concern about an armed group under the control of the far-right politician it Itamar Ben-Gavir. Does any of this remind you of a particular point in history? It does me. Uh, the crisis reached a climax on Sunday evening after Netanyahu sacked his defence minister for opposing the overhaul, sparking mass protests across the country in support. Uh, Israel's largest trade union group launched a general strike with hundreds of thousands of people working in banks, transport and health being told not to turn up. Uh, this strike was called off after the Netanyahu address Israeli embassies, including the one in Washington, reopened. Um, the issue of the occupation of the Palestinian territories has not played a large part. So what's happening here is the government in Israel has been really trying to wind back any oversight or, uh, or, or rights that Jewish Israelis have. This has solely been about the Jewish-Israeli side of the equation. The Palestinian thing hasn't entered into this particular round uh, of what fomented the protests. Um, but what they're doing is every democracy has a Supreme Court. And what we saw in America is something similar to what's happened in Israel, which is the neutrality of the Supreme Court, which gets to adjudicate on the government itself. So no one's above the Supreme Court. They sit above government. And they pass judgment on massive rulings, including what the government does. And they're sacrosanct. And we're seeing the politicization of it by the Republican Party in America um, completely undermine that whole process. We've seen them actually go after Roe versus Wade with a group of 
new appointees to the Supreme Court in America that lied. I don't understand how it isn't the biggest lie you can tell being a Supreme Court judge and lying to the public of America saying that you had no intention to remove Roe versus Wade, and they did it. I don't understand how that isn't an atrocious thing. But what Netanyahu's trying to push through at the behest of the even more right wing in his party is to have the um, option for his party to overrule the Supreme Court, which um, has engendered hundreds of thousands of people to go into the streets. And when his defence minister said this is absolutely outrageous totalitarianism for the only democracy in the Middle East, uh, he got sacked and um, the streets just flooded. So why is Netanyahu possibly the Palestinians' best friend? He's pushed Palestine, uh, Israel so far to the right now that even their former backers are having a real hard time following them uh, down this rabbit hole. And when we're seeing thousands, hundreds of thousands of Israelis in the streets who would mainly identify as being from the left, I believe in the long run, the concerns of Palestinians and these left-leaning Jewish Israelis are going to converge. He is pushing it so far that he is giving an enormous amount of prospect of a mass protest movement in Israel from Jewish Israelis actually dovetailing with the Palestinian human rights issue where a lot of international supporters of Israel are really now struggling to actually get him on board. He just went to the UK, Benjamin Netanyahu. He got interviewed by Piers Morgan. He didn't get interviewed by any of the major um, TV networks or anything. People are standing well clear of Benjamin Netanyahu right now. He's become, an, well, he's been an international prior for a long time, but We've seen the olive branch extended to him on international visits a lot more than he gets now. There'd never been protests of the size in Israel. And his treatment of the Palestinians at the moment is, uh, even for the treatment of Palestinians, at a historically bad low. So I can see that these two areas will dovetail and that there will be some convergence or overflow between Israelis protesting this really authoritarian right-wing government that resembles something Gary Lineker might call uh, a, a 1930s Germany, as particularly with things like um, trying to circumvent the Supreme Court as part of the governance of the country, changing the basic uh, makeup of uh, the constitution and, and how the courts work and everything like that. And they weren't particularly well thought of anyway due to political interference. But um, this was just, instead of just doing it behind the scenes, coming right out and making it law. I think there were so many people that are angry at this incredibly right-wing government. The fact that on the international stage, Israel's stock has never been lower. And a lot of um, Jewish people, out the Jewish diaspora throughout the world, are increasingly sick of having to wear... Netanyahu's intensely right-wing, barbarically right-wing government. So I, I think in the long run, he might end up being the person that tips over public opinion inside Israel towards the Palestinian cause. I guess we'll see.